All right, a couple of days ago, we told you that the city of Toronto has hired a collection agency or two to go after unpaid traffic fines. Some of them date back a few decades. I mean, how are you supposed to remember if you have a a fine from a few decades ago? Most of us don't remember what we had for dinner last week. Um, Most of us also pay our fines right away. But some people are being shocked when they discover that they are being hounded by collection agencies that say they have outstanding fines or that they have, they're they on the hook for charges that they were actually acquitted of. Sean O'Connor from the Ontario Paralegal Association commented in a, I believe it was an article at the CBC, he said it's beyond heartless. We have the uh, president of the Ontario Paralegal Association on the line right now. His name is George Brown. George, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Would you agree this is beyond heartless? I think it is, yeah. I, I, I think um, there are a number of issues. Uh, people are entitled to due process. And uh, if the city sat on its rights uh, for over 20 years or three decades, as as you've said, uh, they need to give people an opportunity to absolve themselves of of these um, outstanding fines if there is information. And if the city has lost these records, I I, I say that they shouldn't be able to enforce these, um, these, uh, you know, long overdue outstanding fines. And I understand that there's about 300,000 people that are affected. And if these fines go over, you know, 30 um, odd years, 20 years, uh, there's a lot of pensioners that are being affected here. And I, I think it's heartless. Yes. You're in you're launching an injunction against the city of Toronto. What does that entail and what will that actually ultimately result in? We're seeking uh, legal advice at this point uh, for the OPA to seek some kind of intervener status uh, to get these people due process and, and to have a judge take a look at this to see whether or not it's fair uh, in all of the circumstances uh, to, in some respect, target people this way. I appreciate your time, George. Thanks so much. We're going to move over to your colleague, Frank Alfano, who is the former director of the Ontario Paralegal Association. Frank, you just heard your uh, president of the association there. You would agree that it's heartless as well? Uh, it is. You know, there's there's actually a lot of uh, protections for people that, that you don't find any information about on the, you know, municipality's website or the attorney general's website. But about 20 years ago, when they downloaded from the province to the municipality, uh, they had to make a few statutory changes. And they, they haven't really gotten rid of those protections. They've just added some other stuff that don't quite... Uh, mesh together, if you will. The city of Toronto is owed $100 million in unpaid fines. And uh, I know a lot of people are being shocked to find out that they haven't paid their fines. What can people do if they find themselves in a situation like this, like where, where a collection agency says, hey, you have an outstanding uh, ticket or two uh, that you've got to pay? Right. So, you know, so firstly, just... Um, from a layperson's perspective, those collection agencies charge fees. Those fees get added to the fine. So someone who is either broke or destitute or just didn't know and now faces what was once a small fine, now with interest and everything else, is a substantially bigger fine. Uh, you can go to a courthouse and you can go see a just of the peace, and they actually have the power to, to strike the fine. I know that a lot of people are just appealing these cases, and there's no paper trail as to what happened. Uh, they're just relying on an icon computer system. But under the Provincial Offenses Act, there are protections, and the justice does have the power to either grant you an extension of time, uh, set up a payment schedule, or in exceptional circumstances, reduce the amount, uh, or make it so that the fine doesn't have to be paid, which might strike a good balance for most people.
we're hearing that this one woman uh, who was cited, uh, she had a case acquitted uh, years ago. And she went to the Justice of the Peace and he said, no, nope, you know what? You're still going to have to pay something like almost 800 bucks in fines. Um, and that's just the way it is. Uh, do, are, do you think there are going to be a lot of people that are just going to have to face the music and pay up? Or or do you think that that's a really unusual case? I, I don't think it's unusual at all. They did an audit about, I think, about eight, nine months ago, maybe a year ago. And they discovered all these fines that weren't paid, and now they've hired collection agencies who are having a vested interest in chasing it. So I don't think it's going to be unique. I think we're going to see it um, like more and more. But she had the case acquitted, yet she can't find the lawyer because the lawyer's retired, and she can't find the paperwork to prove that it was acquitted. So the judge went, "Well, sorry, your loss." Like, what are you supposed to do? In the say, say I take a, a, a fine, a traffic in. Uh, fine to court and I want to uh, defend myself and uh, yeah they rule in favor of me they say it's quitted what do I have to keep because clearly you need to keep paperwork uh, right you could you can always get a copy of the court information although no one does that because why would you it's public record it's recorded it's supposed to be kept for a certain period of time it's you know fundamentally unfair that when the court gets rid of its records the only thing they keep is something wrong that you all find so I I think it's an unfair position she's in and I don't agree that she should be made to pay this fine limitation periods are there for a reason for for most uh you know things that where money's owed and I don't know why this should be any different I think a lot of people when we started talking about this story a couple of days ago uh their their go-to was well how did these people with unpaid traffic fines even manage to get plate stickers where's the loophole well because uh they there's methods that the municipality uses to enforce it. So they'll they'll stop you from getting your sticker or they'll suspend your license. But uh, if the information was missing off a ticket, it wouldn't make it to enforcement. And what the audit did was they went and looked for other means of trying to link those fines to people. And when they did that, that's when they were able to continue to enforce. So for 20, 30 years, there was no enforcement because their traditional means of using that, you know, didn't work. I think a lot of people also wonder, you know, like how, how is it that people don't know they have any fines uh, because they're going to tell you at Service Ontario. Chris just talked to a listener and he said, when I renewed my sticker, I asked if I had any fines because they didn't tell me. I did have fines, but Service Ontario wasn't going to tell me unless I asked. Should that be something, even if we're nervous about, that we should bring up when we go to get our sticker for our license plate? Asking Service Ontario to check your files. Well, Service Ontario can't check your files. They only know about your fines when they're uh, defaulted and have gone to enforcement. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, so Service Ontario is the provincial agency that uh, regulates your driver's license and your sticker. The municipalities don't share information unless it's in default and it's gone to enforcement. Service Ontario will enforce municipal orders, but until it goes to enforcement, the province has no idea what you owe the city. If you were to propose a statute of limitations, where do you think a, a fair number would, would fall? Uh, between five and seven years. Why, why seven at the top? Well, seven is your standard limitation period for most things, so it's a good uh, you know, basis to start with. But uh, given that there's our traffic fines, if someone truly can't afford the fine after five years, you know, you have to draw a line and say let it go. So somewhere between five and seven years. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. I think it's been extremely informative. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. 
That is uh, former director of the Ontario Paralegal uh, Association, Frank Alfano, talking about what you can do if you find yourself in this situation with the City of Toronto and the collection agencies that they've hired where they say, hey, guess what? A couple of decades ago, you had this ticket, you didn't pay it, pay up. And uh, we'd like our fees attached to that.